Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Educate Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Leon and Rochelle Lopez. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about escrow. What is escrow and why is it important when buying, selling, or refinancing your home? We're going to be talking about that and a lot more in the episode that starts right now. You're about to listen to my mom and dad talk about real estate on the Educate Real Estate Podcast. Here's our hosts, Leon and Rochelle Lopez. All right, we're rolling. First episode. First episode, and I'm nervous. Why why are you so nervous? Uh, I I don't even know. I have like stage fright right now or something, but it's... It's a big move for us. It's- All right. Well, well, let's uh, let's start by saying hi, everyone. This is the Educate Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Leon and Rochelle Lopez. And we are a husband and wife real estate team. And we're kicking off our podcast. And this is our very first one. So, baby, how are you feeling about that? I feel excited. Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for a very long time, and you kind of got the ball rolling for me with all the equipment. So, I'm excited we're here. So, cheers. We are having a drink to that. So... Um, we're going to be very real on this podcast and um, very truthful uh, to the public. And I'm excited to share my knowledge with uh, everybody who's going to be following our show. Yeah, because there's a lot of information that is not covered um, when you're going through school and growing up in the real estate market. And our goal as your uh, as a husband and wife real estate team is just to help people out and to, uh, to, to kind of give them some insight on... Uh, what do you do? What can you experience? And we're going to be talking about a lot of different things in the world of real estate. And uh, we'll be going back and forth, answering some of your questions. And uh, I think uh, I think people are going to find this real, real helpful. So when we when we talk about buying a home, selling a home, refinancing your home, it, it's it's obviously one of the the, the biggest and most important um, transactions that someone's going to do in their life, right? Yes. Uh, again, okay, sorry. I'm just nervous. Okay, so um, I have a world of, of information in my head, and I just want to kind of get it out to the public here. Um, been in the industry for over 20 years now, and I would get the repeated question over and over again from sellers and buyers. What is escrow? What is that exactly? Even if they have purchased a home and they're about to sell a home for the first time, there's a lot of the unknown and um, it's very black and white. And, but all, I feel like everybody has this perception like, Oh, well you're supposed to know. And we're not taught it in schools. And I feel like it's very um, important to kind of get the message across for the average questions that we get with our industry. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think most people would feel like they have a concept of what does it mean when you're going to buy or sell your home? I think most people understand that. But when you say, okay, well, now the process is going into escrow. We're going to open up escrow. I think most people look at it as foreign and kind of convoluted. Like, what? what is that? Wh- who is it? Is that something I have to do? You know, what's handling that part? And that's what we're going to be answering today, right? So uh, while, while that escrow process can seem foreign and convoluted, like I said, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's more common than I think people think, right? Um, and it, it's... It's a procedure in which real estate is bought or sold uh, and also refinanced in California. So wh- why don't we just get into it right now? Like, what is escrow? 
What is escrow? Okay, so escrow is a third neutral party that handles the transaction of the sale from seller to buyer. Um, you're going to have certain key points that they're going to handle. The escrow officer that it's assigned to is going to be dealing with an existing lender, which is you know, uh, your existing mortgage if you don't have your home paid off. Uh, the new lender who's financing for the buyer, if it's not a cash offer, um, you're going to have the title company and you're going to have homeowner's insurance that they are also going to be handling with a, a HOA transferring over that um, to the new buyer. And in the transaction, you're going to also see um, certain people that are going to need to be paid through the escrow. So you're going to have fire insurance that the buyer has to inquire on the property. You're going to have um, many reports that are done depending on the type of property, but you're going to have home inspections. If it, if it goes into more depth, like for instance, a roof inspection, that would be somebody that would have to be paid through escrow, septic, well, um, inspection, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, and then you're going to have, um, they're going to prepare legal documents with the transfer of title from seller to buyer as well. Um, they're going to take a look at your property taxes. Are they paid, unpaid? Uh, you know, how the buyer is going to be holding vesting and so forth. I mean, one of the things that we always see, or, or one of the questions that we'll, I think, always be asked kind of at the beginning is, how long does this thing last? How long can an escrow last? Well, the escrow is going to last as long as the contract is stated for. So if they agree to a 30-day escrow, uh, that's what we have to do because that's what the instructions are. The escrow will have right. to go off of. If they're asking for a 45-day, um, then it would be 45 days. Yeah. And I mean, the, the time frame can change. I mean, we've even seen as little as, as 15 days. So um, all those time frames are, are, are going to change. So it, explain the process then um, for everybody listening. So on a typical deal, seller gets their offer. Uh, I'm sorry. Seller gets the offer that they want. Buyer gets their offer accepted. Escrow opens. Uh, explain the process then just from start to finish so that people can can kind of get a bird's eye view of, of what that entails. Okay, so the escrow officer kind of acts as a referee through all this. So they are, they're the neutral party. So they, they are not going to side with seller. They're not going to side with buyer. They are simply getting instructions from the real estate agents on the contract that they have received on how they're going to process the transaction. Right. Okay, so um, offers accepted, escrow is opened. When escrow is opened, the buyer has three days or whatever that agreement is on writing, but standard is three business days to get their deposit in to escrow, mm -hmm. which pretty much puts a staple on everything. Um, once the deposit is received, usually it's received by wire. If it's received by check, it has to be stated on the contract as well, but um, standard is wire, it's wired into escrow. It's receded in, and at that point, um, escrow has to draw up escrow instructions. Right. So the escrow instructions are drawn up. They're sent out to all parties involved. Like I said, the agents, the lenders, um, title is ordered. So as soon as the title report comes in, that's really important to see what is against the property. Is it? Is it the the whole job for title is to make sure that it's free and clear of encumbrances when the title of transfer happens from seller to buyer. 
Yeah, and, and there's a lot that's going on with title. In fact, we have an entire episode where we're going to talk about uh, title in, in, in an upcoming podcast. But you're going to hear the phrase title and escrow together quite a bit once you get into your real estate purchase um, or your real estate transaction. So uh, d- just rest assured, we're, we're going to go real deep into what title does in a, in a different episode. I'm sorry. And I, and I know I jumped in and stepped on you there. I'm, I'm notorious for that, babe. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. All right. So getting back into it. Uh, so now the instructions are drawn up. The receipts uh, for the deposit is in. Now we know we have a, a, a real escrow happening. We're off and running. Yeah, we're off and running. Um, so at this point, you know, title report, like I said, came in. Okay. So you, you got one, two, three title company and you're looking at the title report. We're making sure that the seller is John Smith as stated on the contract. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's not the person who's selling the property on the contract, then we have a little bit of a problem. So, um, we just make sure it's the accurate, correct owner. Um, at this point, we look at the property taxes to see if they're paid or are there's two installments that happen on your property taxes twice a year, first installment, second installment. Most of the time, these are impounded into your loan. However, some people do have a choice to make these yearly. So um, we make sure that the property taxes are done. Uh, they're going to be how they're going to be paid out, how they're going to be prorated um, when the transaction closes between seller and buyer. And then, um, so now we're at this point, once titles, we look at title and everything looks good and we've done our part on that. Um, there is a really important process that happens. It's called a statement information that title is going to ask for. Okay. Let's get into that. Okay. So it's a form and it's a very, it's a very thorough form that you have to fill out. It's going to ask for your name, your driver's license, prior spouses. Are you married? Are you not married? Where have you lived in the last 10 years? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to ask um, your employment for the last 10 years as well. So it gets very personal. And the whole reason behind this, that um, title is asking for this is because they have to make sure there's no tax liens against you. Right. So um, you can be, you know, divorced, remarried. However, you haven't paid child support for 10 years. And, yeah, and, and it can obviously get yeah. super so, ugly. Social security number, all that's going to pull it up. Yeah. Super ugly when, when we start to get into the divorce uh, range. But um, again, I think another topic that we're going to talk about. Yeah, because the there's there's a lot that can go in, into all that. But pretty much um, that sent in, title gets that. And now escrow is communicating with the lender. We're communicating with the uh, realtors and we're making sure like, okay, do we have everything that we need? Um, the underwriters wait, we're waiting for the underwriter to uh, give us full approval. So that way we're like, okay, well now we're, we should be receiving loan docs. However, in between all that, the agents are working with the buyers and sellers on their contingencies. Mm-hmm. So uh, the inspections are happening. Those reports that I had mentioned earlier are happening. So once all that's done and buyer and seller wave their little flags, like, hey, we're ready to go. Um, now the loan docs come in. So at this point, escrow officer receives the loan docs and they call this process where they're drawing up the file. So they're taking all those figures. Now your escrow, your title fees, your lender fees, and they're putting it on an estimated settlement statement um, that will be reviewed between the seller and the buyer. Obviously, the seller doesn't have the loan fees on it unless they agree to pay those, but 
Now they're looking at, okay, this is what I'm going to make because mm-hmm. I have my loan I'm paying off seller, you know, title and escrow fees, whatever else reports. Right. And then um, buyers looking at their breakdown between title escrow fees, lender fees, and miscellaneous at that point as well. And we're coming down to the home stretch at this point, basically, right? It's it's all in escrow's hands. We're coming up to what's referred to as uh, escrow closing, right? Correct. So um, at this point now... Um, you know, everybody starts to get very excited, anxious, move-in dates, you know, especially when you have a contingent offer, you have somebody moving mm-hmm. out, somebody moving in, they're, you know, um, they're buying another property as well, seller. So right. it, it can get very stressful for everybody. We want to make sure we close on time. Yeah. So um, escrow does their part on making sure that, that we can get this done. And so do agents. So that's why communication is really important between all parties. So, um, so, so, okay. So let's get with this. So we're, 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 we're going down this path and we're coming to, to close. And this is when, when people are starting to ask their friends to help them, like, hey, we're going to get a U-Haul van. Can you help me move on Saturday? Um, but then let's say something happens and somebody wants to cancel something, right? That, that dreaded word that no agent and, and nobody in the deal wants to hear, but w- what happens then with escrow when there's a cancellation? That's a great question, but can I just kind of reiterate that towards the end? Because oh, baby, you can do I just, whatever you I want. Just, I just want to like go through this whole process because mm-hmm. we're at Loan Docs, okay? And I'm I'm glad that you brought up the whole cancellation thing because it does happen. You yeah. know, not everything's mm-hmm. in a perfect world with right. with buying a a home or land, whatever it is that you're buying at that time. But okay, so Loan Docs come in, the file is drawn up. Um, at this point. If the buyer is bringing cash money in to close, okay, if they're putting 20% down, let's just say, then those fees are stipulated to buyer, hey, we need you to wire in those fees or they bring in a cashier's check to escrow at signing. Mm-hmm. So um, most of the time, it's like I said, everything's wired now. It's just better. It's cleaner. Right. Yeah. Um, so those fees are wired into escrow and we set up the signing date. So that's usually they'll sit down with an escrow officer or they'll sit down with a, a notary public in their home or wherever that place is. And the signing happens. And now it's time to bust out that pen and sign a million pages. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you come into the notary signing, always bring your ID, mm-hmm. everyone, you know, that's like really huge. Um, and then, um, so signing happens, everybody's happy, seller signs, you know, usually way ahead of the buyer, but um, now we get the docs back to the lender. So it's called a funding package. Mm-hmm. And the, that funding package is more than likely on a paperless transaction for escrow because some work on paper and some work um, electronically right. now. Scan back to the lender. And the recordable documents are going to be going back to the title package Um the title package, which would be the grant deed, which is deeding off a seller to buyer. And then your um, deed of trust, if there's a loan on the property, if it's not all cash, that is what is sent to title along with the payoff statement that the seller is going to be paying off because title pays off um, the existing lender. And then at that point, um, we're waiting for loan conditions uh, to come in and the lender will send uh, loan conditions into the escrow officer and escrow assistant. They'll handle that. So that way we could get the loan funded. And that, you know, like right now it's like a very stressful point. And, mm-hmm. you know, and just keep this in mind. I have so much respect for escrow officers. Um, 
there's a lot of stress into it. Like we have, they have to make sure that they hit those dates and timelines in a good manner. And you, when you're dealing with a lender, it could be very stressful. Like, you know, you, they have cutoff times um, that they have to work with to fund the loan. Yeah. All this is within those time restraints that you were talking about. So if it's 15 days, 30 days, 45 days, it's, it's all happening within that, that tiny, I mean, 45 days might sound like a lot of time, but realistically, all that stuff that you just mentioned is happening amongst other deals that are, that are going on. So, um, this, I think this is great for anyone who's going, has gone through this process is about to go through this process or even new agents. And let's be honest, even some experienced agents who don't fully understand that side of the house because they may be calling them and blowing their phone up and, and saying, Hey, what's going on? But there's all these moving parts that are happening behind the scene, behind the curtain, uh, in order to make this this whole process run smooth and to make it official at the end. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's a it's a high, very stressful job for the escrow officer. So um, you're not the only file on the table. You know, they have several transactions that they're working with on this. Um, not to say that you're just a number, but we, you know, they have to. And I say we a lot only because I did it for such a long time. Um, But, you know, there's those timelines. We have to say, okay, this is ahead of of this transaction because they're closing, Mm -hmm. you know, tomorrow. We have that prioritized. They have to prioritize certain files. So um, uh, at the end of the day, so we're, we're on the home stretch here. Title looks over everything, make sure the notary did everything properly on those legal documents that are going to go down to the county assessor to record. Um, and we're waiting for the wire to come in um, mostly before 2 p.m. Um, to come in uh, through the title department so that way we can set it up to record the next day. Right. And then, boom, we're done. Yeah. So, I mean, we, you know, the term is, hey, we're really, we call title. Um, I, I keep saying we. Okay. It's okay. You okay. you used they to do call it. Your, title escrow. Your allegiance, <laughs> your allegiance lies to escrow. You started in it for you know. Hey, there. Everyone's getting to know us. Rochelle started in escrow. Went into real estate. She does loans. She does it all. She's a one stop shop. I'm I'm more of the one trick pony. But no one's gonna. No one holds it against you when you say we. Okay, so escrow will then call the title department and say, okay, um, we have the go from we're ready to close. And you know, the buyer will do their final walkthrough on your house and everything looks mm-hmm. great. There's nothing that's going to hold it up at that point. And, um, we release it to record. Now this is where everybody is just like, you know, twisted hands and yeah, fingers and, and needles. yeah. And, and sweaty palm syndrome, you know? Gross. So, um, it goes, <laughs> it goes down to the County to record and everybody's just kind of at the mercy of the county recorder's office at this point. When will we find out when we're of record? And you, and that term is used a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people are confused by it. Like, what do you mean of record? You know, right. what that means is when the county recorder stamps your document with a sticker, it has a document ID number on it. It is now of public record. You are the new owner. So, um those numbers come in to title title um, gets verification that it's recorded and um, we're closed. So just saying when we're closed doesn't mean you get your money Mm -hmm. 
immediately if you're a seller and those proceeds are coming. If you are um, going to be buying a new home, uh, that money is transferred over whatever they need to the next title um, company. And if you are just cashing out and moving out of state, like most Californians are right now, um, they are um, very antsy about getting their money. But uh, right now, you close the day that you close, your money is dispersed the next business day. So if you close on a Friday, you're not going to get your money till Monday. Right. Unless you got a kick-ass escrow officer that can get it all done and a kick-ass title company that can get it all done. There's miracles out there, but I'm just saying. On average. On average, Like a doctor, you want to give worst case scenario. Yeah, so you're going to get your money the next business day. Mm -hmm. It'll be wired out. You know, when we're when, whenever we're waiting for to record, you know what I always like in my head. What I think about is like some, I picture some uh, general store, like an old wooden general store out in the middle of Podunk, America, somewhere. And there's like one lone clerk, lone lone person who's like <laughs> they're by themselves and like they could totally care less about your deal. And you're just like waiting, like come on, man, just. But they're you're like, well, I well, got a break for lunch right now. I don't know why I did Southern accent, but. Um, I feel like that's always the case when we're sitting there waiting for it to close or to record. Well, I mean, so there's, you always hear end of month in our industry a lot. Um, end of month. I mean, everybody usually closes at the end of the month. So, and you know, most lenders try to get a lot of deals done at the end of the month, not only, uh, purchase transactions, but refinances as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so they try to get all that done by the end of the month. So escrow, everybody's, really really busy um between all all these parties that are involved so um and you know you got there's a lot on the plate you know for everybody but it's at the end of the day when it gets done it's a really exciting thing and you can like as a buyer you don't have to wait for the next business day though to get your keys so when you find out of your that you're of record and they state that you have closed a buyer gets their keys by 6 p.m that day unless Mm. it's stated differently in the contract or you know, if earlier, if, if that's what they agree to, but yeah, we be- really don't want to hand those keys till we know we're on record. Right. Yeah. And you beat me to it. So I was just going to say we record, we close, but you're talking about the funds. Um, but I was just going to say that doesn't necessarily mean you have to wait for the keys till that next business day. So you beat me to it as you usually do. But I am uh, going to go back to her question though, about cancellation. Oh yeah. Cancel because that can be such a massive thorn man i mean when somebody wants to cancel um i mean just yeah talk talk us through that process because we've had we i mean we get those questions all the time like hey what if the other person does this it's always the other person that's going to do all this stuff but it's a legitimate concern that people have to consider when they go into into a purchase agreement right yeah and i can go i can snowball really into stories that have happened with cancellations but i'm going to try to leave it as brief as i can so i don't overwhelm everybody um, we don't want to scare people away. We 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 want them to understand, but we don't want to give the yeah. horror stories. But they they do happen, right? So, in a nutshell, um, you cancel. You can the buyer has the right to cancel if they do not remove all their contingencies on the contract. The minute you remove all your contingencies on the contract, you have forfeited pretty much your EMD if you choose to cancel. Um, so. Um, unless you have stipulated that you still want to see these reports. Um, so it can get pretty hairy, but in a nutshell, your EMD deposit, your initial deposit that the buyer makes uh-huh. um, when 
that they have to send an escrow in those three days is, you know, good faith is good faith to the seller. Like I am, I am the buyer for this house. I want this house. I'm not going to bail on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, you're entitled to your inspections and that's what contingency periods are. So mm-hmm. during this contingency period, that is that waiting window time, that escrow usually is like, okay, well, they're waiting for their appraisal to come in. They're waiting for home inspections to be done, roof inspection, all that other stuff. Um, and during that window period, if, if, um, at any point they don't like how the home inspection came back, let's just say it's infested with termites. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sellers like, um, you're, you, you know, they don't want to make any repairs. And let's, let me just say this, the, the residential purchase agreement is laid out that you're buying the home as is. Right. Okay. No matter what it's as is our jobs as agents is to make it as clean as possible, as fair as possible for seller and buyer to come to an agreement. Hey, yeah, they that's fair. I will, you know, I'll fix my termite repair. Right. Okay. Now mm-hmm. let's just say termite repair is $20,000 in damage. Like yeah. let's just say it's a worst case scenario. Okay. Bad damage. If they did not release that contingency on the termite and that report came in and seller does not want to put forth any effort into fixing those repairs. I was like, no, you know, I to take it or leave it. The buyer has that right to be like, you know what? I'm out. I, I don't want, I don't want to have to deal with all that. Um, and that why that's why it's important to know what contingencies you are releasing and to go over your contract thoroughly mm-hmm. with your agent to know what you're involved with. Be- it's just so like I said, important. I'm not going to get into other things because I my back starts cracking a little back. bit. Yeah, gonna, I started yeah. on cracking knuckles and stuff. Easy but. on the knuckles. So th- it's just again why it's so important that number one, uh, your agent is um, that they have an understanding of of what it is. I mean, there's. We are going to talk about this particular subject at length as we go on to our different episodes, but not every agent is created the same, right? Uh, some get into it for the wrong reasons and some are very competent. So you just need to do your due, your due diligence um, as the client to make sure that you have an agent that understands this process because it can it can go south real quick. Like you're saying, when, when uh, something pops up on one of these inspection reports, if your agent doesn't know what they're doing or they don't explain it to you, um, to the point where you understand, then we could be looking at a cancellation, in which case all this work just goes down the drain, right? You're correct. I mean, and, you know, like for us, we we work off referral. So right. um, we're in it to serve, not to sell. And that's exactly how I feel about the market. If you're in it just to sell, you're not going to last too long. Um, but when you serve your client, I mean, they're your number one advocate to let you know and their family and friends know that you did a great job. And I mean, at the end of the day, if you have commission breath, I think people can smell it, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, I, I just come from a, a place where I have seen, um, you know, being in it for 20 years, I feel like I've seen good escrow officers, bad escrow officers. I've seen good title reps, bad title reps. And I have seen, um, good agents and bad agents. And, um, like I said, it, you, if you're going to interview an agent, just make sure you do your, your homework on them, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think those people who you're talking about, the ones that we would class as the bad agents are the ones that look at your money as the client, your money, 
as their money. Uh, and that's, that's not what we want. We want to make sure that everyone is, is, uh, is happy at the end of the day with, uh, with this massive, massive, uh, purchase, this transaction that they're, they're getting involved in. And just to kind of recap on, on this show, escrow is such a massive part of that kind of the behind the scenes heroes and in, in regulating all this stuff and making sure everything's getting done in, in the time frames in which they're required. But uh, I, can I, I just want to cut in really quick. So I just want to, on the earnest money deposit that we were getting to, that was in, that was a, a contract that was wrote up correctly that the buyer wanted to see the reports, wanted to see the outcome of it to keep his earnest money deposit safe. The minute you release your contingencies and let's just say he released his contingency on the termite report mm -hmm. and the termite report, um, the termite report um, came back the same way. And he was like, if the agent words it in a way to the other agent that, Hey, he does not want to buy this house because of the termite problems. Right. Let's just say a home inspection, everything else goes good. And he stipulates that. And you have an uneducated real estate agent or broker that says he's forfeiting and wants to cancel. The seller can sue the buyer for his earnest money deposit because he released that contingency. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, when you get into a million dollar transactions and higher up, I mean, you're, you're dealing with, you know, more than $10,000 down, um, uh, you know, this, this is people's money mm -hmm. and that's why it's really good that you have to do your due diligence and explain that contract thoroughly with your seller and buyer, what exactly the details are of that. Right. Yeah. 100%. I mean, and even, yes, it's their money and that's obviously a huge part of this, but I mean, there's families involved, right? I mean, there's people relocate jobs. It's, it boils down to, uh, to helping someone out in life, uh, because there's so many other things that are going on in these transactions. You don't know if they're moving cross country, cross state, kids are getting uprooted out of schools and there's so much going on and, and to, to build a team around you that doesn't know what they're doing. All that just gets, gets affected in, in the worst way. And you know, it's funny, there's other States that I've heard. So California is a, I don't know the proper term for it, but they don't have to sit down with the sellers um, during the transaction to do the sale. They never meet sometimes mm -hmm. at all. Um, but back East and the Midwest, I've heard that there's, there are States that they sit down that they have to meet seller and buyer during the exchange of the, of the property. So um, I think that would be kind of interesting here in California, yeah. but it's not so. I could see Ben, I could see a lot of benefit to that. But I hope I uh, covered all the points for everybody without overwhelming everybody because I, I think you can just get into each scenario with no listen with the your, process that your, can go I in think your nerd brain can take over. But um, <laughs> I would I mean I'd like to think someone sitting back that that I think as we mentioned earlier that person who's looking to sell their home or buy a home or to refinance or even that an, an agent who just doesn't know that side of the house. I mean you're you have that luxury of knowing because you were, you were there, you, you sat at that escrow desk and you did all this stuff for, for a number of years. And I think that's what adds to the value of our team is, you know, every step of the way. Um, and I don't even want to say my age, but I worked in title when everything God, was so still on film, mm -hmm. like on film, on, on film, like, like the old school movies where you're looking at newspapers, like at the library on the film, like yeah. we, film. Grew, we grew up playing Oregon trail. So that for, for those that, uh, 
Well, people yeah. still can now, but it's no, like on the, the old iPhone. One. <laughs> the, the old school one. On the stuff. PC. Yeah. We had to use the arrow keys to. On the Macintosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about our age. But um, yeah. So, any babe, anything else that you want to wrap up with escrow? I mean, it's kind of, uh, I don't want to say an open and close because there's so much that goes on. There's so many little uh, details. You know, I, I will say that um, patience, you know, uh, patience is the key word. And and that even goes for everybody involved. The the your your lender, your your agents that are involved, um patience. Yeah. You know, your escrow officers are working hard for you. And um I know that, you know, you can hear commission breath over the phone when you get an anti agent uh through escrow, you know, and the whole world's falling apart. But at you know, it there's a good person for every job. So um, when you find a good escrow officer, treat them right. Right. I like that. Build relationships. Network a little exactly. bit. So speaking of relationships, how can someone reach us or find out more about us? That would be very simple. You can go to EducateRealEstatePodcast.com where it has all our social media platforms where they can reach us or contact us. Okay. Well, that's going to do it, babe. We did our first ever podcast episode. How do you feel? I feel like I want to like shake a cowbell or something. Yeah. Like we won some, we won a prize (laughs) or something like that. All right. Well, this is our first ever episode. We're going to be doing these bi-weekly. So make sure that you tune in every other week. We'll have something new for you um, in the world of real estate. We're going to be having special guests on. We're going to be highlighting some of the great spots, restaurants, uh, attractions in our area, everything that has to do with real estate. We're not always going to be going over forms and contracts, even though that's super important, but we're going to be going over everything real estate and everything that should be uh, everything that should matter to someone who is, is, is in that world or is, is maybe just going to be experiencing something like that. So if you have any questions, make sure to message us on our Instagram page and please, please follow us, uh, like share, follow us on our Instagram page, which is educate R E podcast. Again, that's educate R E podcast. You know, when I say like follow share, I feel like that's live long and prosper. And also make sure to give us reviews because that helps us um, get out there more to the public. And, um, we feel we have a lot to say and share. And like I said, we're here to serve. So, um, if you know anybody, please, um, let us, let them know about our, our podcast and, um, make sure to message us too. let us know what you maybe learned from it. Or if you had any questions, you know, might involve into another, uh, you know, show for us. Did, did you know what movie I was just quoting there when I said live long and prosper? Oh Yeah. What? Movie quotes. What is it? <laughs> I don't know oh that one. Off the top of no. Okay, I I'll don't. give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Live, live long and prosper. It was a TV show, and they made several movies. Don't Google it. Wait, I know, I know. Star Trek. Oh see, I had it. You know what I think I'm going to do? Every every show, I'm going to I'm going to throw a movie quote at you. And no, you can't Google. Put your phone down. What? You can't. You got it. Point for you. What about me? What? I bet you I could do one right now. You know what? I'm going to make this interesting. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Listen, see if I, was I, going, um, I was going real time. That one just came off the old noggin. Okay. You can't look up the phone. That kind of takes away the fun of it. All right. Fine. Hmm. Let me think here. No, dead air. I don't I'll like be it. your huckleberry. Oh, tombstone. Knock that one out of the park. <laughs> uh, come on. Don't give me a softball like that ever. I'll movie quote you down. But you know, um, the minute I get into love sappy stories, you're gonna like be like, I, I don't know. I love the notebook. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. 
Hit me with it. It's yeah. We'll we'll get into that. There's going to be a movie quote I'm going to throw at you every week and throw one back at me. I don't care. I'm going to crush him. Mm, it's one of those useless making this interesting, very interesting. Okay, so get ready things. for our trivia um you know, quotes here and see if maybe you can answer before I can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everyone, That uh, that's our first episode. That's a wrap on that. And uh, be sure to tune in. Again, uh, hit up uh, Educate RE Podcast on our Instagram page, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>